Welcome to The Wild Within, a podcast exploring spirituality, consciousness, holistic psychology and wellness, and expanding your mind, body, and soul to embody and activate your truest self. I'm your host, Kristen Yates, and I'm so excited to be with you on this journey of awakening in our outer and inner worlds. Connected to our true nature within, together we heal and thrive in these times. So now, let's dive into the show. Hi guys, it's been a while, but I'm feeling really inspired to share a few things that have been on my mind and my heart lately and topics that I think probably can resonate with you, I hope. And in any case, just to get back in this flow of sharing and podcasting. And yeah, I wanted to jam on few topics that all has to, they all start with I. So the three I's today, which are integration, intuition, and imposter syndrome, beating imposter syndrome. These are three things I've been thinking about a lot. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to dive in. And I guess this starts with a little bit of context for my journey, which I always feel like I'm including the context of my journey, but that's just the way that it's going to go right now. Um, I return home from Peru and by home, I mean to the U.S. I don't have a particular home in the U.S., although Portland, Oregon is where I tend to land because I like it here. I got back in July and, um, you know, with sort of an open-ended plan just to see family and really to integrate. My plan was to integrate. I have been doing a lot of medicine work in Peru, a lot of deep personal work, working on my book, um, and yeah, and really starting down this new path, which had a lot of powerful shifts. I had a lot of powerful insights, a lot of powerful um, healing. And I knew that it was time to come back to a more neutral place where I could really understand how to integrate these lessons into my real life, uh, which which did feel a little bit tough. I remember talking to one of my friends, some of my friends at Wachimawasi where I was staying and, you know, they were going back to their homes, back to their life. Uh, one friend going back to New Zealand to their home, one friend going back to California to, you know, his home. And, and I was like, wow, you know, it must be so interesting to have an actual home and like one life to go integrate back into because then it's like you take all of your lessons, everything you've learned. And for me, I'm always kind of creating my life anew, which is just the way that I've set it up for some reason in this very long phase of my life. And so I thought it'd be interesting to try to integrate while also creating and jumping into the next phase. Um, and so this, this topic of integration is the first one that I want to touch on today because it's so relevant for almost everything that we do in life, right? So for me, I guess I'm talking about, you know, integrating spiritual experiences, integrating deep work, integrating intense periods of your life. This can be in any context, but particularly if you're someone who does go on retreats or takes workshops or trainings or has a period that you step out of your normal life and you step into the magical world. I guess we could look at this sort of like the hero's journey, right? Where you leave the ordinary world, ordinary world, you step into another space where transformation happens and then you go back and you come back to your ordinary world to weave it all together and to see that's where you can see where you really changed right it's not in the magical space where the real change is happening that is the space where you know we're catalyzed into 
into some shifts and where we're learning, but where we actually do the work is when we come back home. It's where we go back to where everything's ordinary, where we're kind of faced with the same mundane life. And I, I, okay, I actually don't believe that because life is not mundane. My life is not mundane. But um, I just say that because it can be easy to get caught in this idea that being on the retreat, being in the spiritual experience, being in the medicine, wherever you are, like that's real life now. And it's actually work to come back and, you know, for me to live in the U.S. and be, you know, working on my business, to be working on my book, to be, you know, taking care of logistics and health and doctor's appointments and my car, dealing with that and all these things. It's like, okay, how have I transformed? How have I taken that magical energy and woven that into who I am now as, you know, as a, as a Christina, as a coach, writer, leader in some capacity, as a woman on her path, you know, searching still and creating and all these things. So, you know, integration isn't just for these special experiences, though. It's not just for retreats. It's not just for um, when you leave and go on some magical journey. It's also for really any kind of period of intensity that you have in your life or any kind of period of anything. I mean, I think a lot of us are still just integrating everything that's happened in the past year and this crazy wave of uncertainty and chaos and all the things from 2020, you know, we're, we're obviously still like living our lives, but there's an integration process there. There's an integration of what you've been through and, you know, integration, it requires time with yourself. It requires space and stillness to reflect and to be, and this process looks different for everyone. You know, and it's it's very connected with intuition, which is another thing that's been on my mind lately, in my heart, um, is that you, deep down, you know what your integration process needs to look like for whatever it is. You know, maybe you're integrating the loss of a job or starting a new job or a new, having a child or ending a relationship or starting a new relationship, right? Like any life transition, things like this can also be, you know, good spaces to have integration. We can also just stop and integrate in our lives after we've had a lot of activity and change and new things happening or really any time just to have a period of intentional integration reflection where you can really take the lessons and everything that you've learned and all the ways that you've changed and consciously like implement those into your life. Okay. I've noticed this a lot coming back to my story. I have taken so many courses. I have taken so many retreats. I have facilitated retreats, workshops, taken them, um, have, have had massive insights and transformations in these experiences. I remember being on silent retreats when I was in Thailand, I would do this new year's silent, like five, six day retreat. It was so powerful. You guys, I came out of there feeling like a completely different person. I didn't even want to talk anymore. I was like, I'm done. Like we're good. (laughs) No, we're talking. Um, and just the creativity and the realizations and the spiritual awakenings that happened in that was so massive. And then I would come out of it the first day and I was just so feeling so Zen. And then you know, as the days would go on, life just kind of comes back to normal. And this was a big thing that they, we had almost like a half a day in that retreat of talking about the integration and how you take this new state, this transformed state within physiological state, um, psychological state, all of it and spiritual state, you know, and, and weave that into your life. And, if we are too gung-ho, we can cut before like, Oh, I want to make all these changes at once. We can burn out and become overwhelmed. Or if we don't make any space to integrate, we can just kind of 
lose some of those insights. I believe they're still in us. I believe that everything we've experienced is still in us, but it can kind of go dormant, right? Unless we look at it and hold it in front of us. So, um, yeah, so those types of things, these types of, types of retreats and things like I've had a lot of them in my life. I've been nomadic. I've been you know, on a spiritual path. I love being in containers of transformation. And one reason I've taken so many of these types of experiences, receiving them is because I love facilitating them. And especially in my earlier years of traveling and being a nomad, I think I was preparing myself to hold these kind of spaces, to understand like how they are facilitated in many different contexts with different tools, different modalities, you know, yoga, meditation, tantra, medicine, all this kind of stuff. Um, cause that's one thing that I want to really be doing in my life is creating those spaces. Um, and yeah, like I've said, the integration piece is huge. It's actually where the most work is done. It's not even on the retreat. That's the space of where you feel the high. Um, sorry, I feel like I'm rambling on, but for me, okay, let me get back to just this last example of not the silent retreat, but my most recent time in Peru lots and lots of transformation. Like I'm telling you guys, I, yeah, I had a lot of plant medicine as you probably heard going to hear my past, past episode. <laughs> and this was a very unique, um, interesting experience in my life. I sort of took it on like an experiment, you know, what will happen when I just go full in and integrate, you know, integrate Wachuma into my life for half a year. And I did that. And then the next step is like, okay, how am I going to integrate that part of my life into the rest of my life? And I had these ideas of what I wanted it to look like. First of all, I was really, I really wanted to create this perfect integration. What is this? Quote, <laughs> perfect integration space uh, for myself. So I ideally wanted to go travel somewhere for two weeks after leaving Peru or just be somewhere alone, like rent a house in nature, just be with myself, write, meditate, move, feel. Um, but life isn't really that simple, right? I needed to get back to the US. I was participating in another training, a leadership training program. And I have work, I have clients, it was it, it would have been hard for me to just disappear for two weeks. Um, you know, and of course, I could keep doing my work and do that. But as the dates worked out, I was coming back for a leadership training which I did in Colorado. And that was another very intensive container for a week. So <laughs> instead of actually properly, and I, yeah, I'm not saying this to like diss on myself or something, but the way it worked out was after all that medicine, went to Colorado, then came to Portland where I felt like finally I could start to integrate the medicine. And then this next training was a lot all at once, right? I was like integrating while in, while in another container which is why this topic is real for me. I'm exploring it. I'm not claiming to be perfect. I'm not saying that was the best thing to do, but it was something that excited me. And I felt like reconnecting with my um, like leadership skills and being with a community of other leaders felt very supportive for what I want to do next with my life and with medicine and um, yeah, things like this. So where are we? I want to just like take a minute to yeah, just to relax into all of that. What can I leave you with on the topic of integration? You know, maybe just thinking about when have you last taken space to to integrate things that you've been going through? And what would that look like for you if you had that space, right? It's going to be different for everyone. I'm not going to sit here and say it has to look like renting a cabin in the woods and journaling your heart out. It can look like anything. It can look like just taking a space from social media for a while or taking a space from, you know, anything and having an extra couple hours a day for yourself, even just an hour in the morning, 
to breathe, maybe write in your journal stream of consciousness for 15 minutes every day. That's, that's pretty good. You know, you're connecting to your heart and what's there and reflect on this experience. Read Pat, read your journals of um, the past. If you journal, if you've taken notes about your experiences, read those, see how they connect to who you are now. I was doing that yesterday. I was looking back through some notes. Um, I've journal my entire life and I pulled some books out of my storage unit and I was reading back through them and it really, it really connects, you know, it's important to do that. And that's what my intuition led me. And so this is kind of the second piece is, is the intuition. You know, we know when we're, when we're treating ourselves well, when we're getting what we need. And the minute you start to feel off, the minute you start to feel, oh, like something's not right, that's your intuition, right? So for me, I was feeling that a lot when I got back to the US. I was just feeling so overwhelmed and like I have so much on my plate. I have so much that I pressure myself into, um, you know, on top of which the whole coming back to America kind of brings up this whole success paradigm and imposter thing, which I'll get into also. So I was just kind of swimming in doubt and overwhelm and, um, ah, and transience, you know, I'm staying, I'm staying at a beautiful, beautiful friend's place. She's letting me stay here, but, um, you know, I'm ready for my own place, my own home. And <clears throat> also ready for some more coffee. And so, yeah, these little pieces of like, oh, I'm ready for something different. I've been here along with this desire to, just like integrate <laughs> and a desire to rest and a desire to have some space before jumping off to the next thing. So it's been a, a rocky couple of weeks, but intuitively, intuitively, um, I did give myself that for a little bit of time after I went on a trip with my mom, which was amazing. And then I came back and did some rest and just kind of, you know, just being with the ups and downs as well. That was a big part of it. I think my intuition said, Hey, I don't need you to fix anything right now. I just need you to hear me. I just need you to be with me. And, you know, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. There's there's a lot of feelings that just need to be processed. So giving myself the space for that um, was was very important. And, you know, it's I just want to encourage you to listen to your intuition, how it speaks to you, to know the language of it. Um, often comes through the body. For me, it's often through... Just like a sense in my gut. Sometimes it speaks to me through anxiety. Like if I'm if I'm feeling anxious and I have nothing to be anxious about and I haven't been drinking caffeine, then I know there's something off and I need to look at it so I can sit down and ask questions. And oftentimes just getting into movement practice helps me feel the body more. And then it becomes more clear what's going on. It's like, oh my God, I'm actually just tired or um, I haven't been spending enough time alone or I haven't been spending enough time with people, you know? You just kind of know the answers. Yeah. And there's so many more practices for, for tapping into your intuition. Beautiful, beautiful embodiment practices, energy practices. I'm getting to know these different languages, the where it lives in your body, what it looks like, what it feels like, um, what it feels like to honor your intuition and then re recognizing those feelings of being on track, recognizing the positive sensations. Um, so those are really important. And yeah. And so as I've followed my intuition to rest a bit, to release, to be with the ups and the downs, it's leading me into a space of creativity. It's leading me into a space of creation, which is why I'm here, which because it's coming from a place of authentic desire to share, not from a space of 
I feel like I should be making videos and podcasts again, you know, which I it's for me, sometimes it's come from that in the past. So coming back into things from a space of creativity feels a lot more aligned than coming into it from a space of, you know, obligation to myself. Like, I feel like I should do these things because I need to be putting myself out there in some way coming through more freely. And, um, yeah, I guess that kind of leads into this third piece that I want to speak about, which is imposter syndrome. And this is something for me that shows up all the time, literally all the time, not afraid to admit it. And I've just decided that I'm tired of it holding me back. And for anyone out there who is, yeah, doing anything creative with your life, anything, um, where you're putting yourself out there in some way, where you're sharing your voice, where you're sharing your ideas, sharing your expressions, imposter syndrome can happen. It can come in. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of leaders who experience imposter syndrome as well. Does this make them any less, you know, impactful or any less knowledgeable or any less amazing? No. In fact, it makes them authentic if they're open to admit that they experience this. Um, but for me, through a lot of my time in this like coaching and healing space, entrepreneurial space, imposter syndrome has helped me back a lot. This feeling of like, I'm not enough yet. I don't have enough certifications. I don't have enough experiences. I don't have, I don't know the right type of videos. This video is like kind of a mess because I'm in two places, but screw it. Like, It's just not worth giving up what you really want to be doing because you're, you know, of this projected idea that other people have it all figured out. And here's the thing, because they don't, they actually don't. Maybe some people do, but a lot of people don't. And the ones who, people who are really just putting themselves out there and sharing, A, they have a mission, they have a why that matters to them that is more important than comparing themselves to others or worrying about what other people are doing. Um, and B, they just do it anyway. They do it because their why is that strong. So the point of what this third one that I want to leave you with is if you feel imposter syndrome, A, I do too. So, so look, yeah, like it's fine. You're good. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of other people do. It's not just me, but um, it's normal. It means that you're human, that you are authentic, that you're humble. And um I would really encourage you to just get in touch with your why. What is your why? Why is it important for you to share? Why is it important for you to be doing what you're doing? Ask yourself, is another certification or is another thing going to finally make me feel good enough? Is that going is that going to be the thing that makes me feel good enough or is this actually giving me something that I can use in the work that I do in the world, right? For example, for me, um I am in a process of applying for graduate programs in there's a few different fields i'm looking into it's all in the realm of psychology like transpersonal psychology or integral um, psychology work but i've been going back and forth between like a clinical counseling program or a more alternative holistic transpersonal potentially psychedelic therapy um these different things right and with all of them i know i'm like okay well i can't wait to get that degree because then i will feel more uh, prepared and empowered and like certified to do this healing work um which in a way is true like it is a next level of training that will definitely help me um and that being said if i had those letters or whatever behind my name right now would i feel any different 
would I be able to, you know, gather on all of the experiences that I have had using the certifications and training and, and experience with clients and, and events and like all these things and just life. Like, d- d- I don't know if this makes any sense, but it's like, it's, you know, the training is one thing and there's an internal piece that you have to bring yourself that you, where you are, you're gathering what you know and sharing that with people. And you're not trying to, um, not projecting that you, can step into fields you're not ready to step into, but know that wherever you are, you, there are people you can help. There are people who are looking to you for guidance and you might not even know it, right? Because your experiences are, are valuable. And so that's where I keep coming back to in myself. It's like, you know, I can always keep learning. I can learn. There's so many ways I, as a constant learner, I want to, you know, I'm so pat, I'm becoming so passionate about so many different fields. I'm like, okay, I almost can't wait for these three years so I can like finally have all this education. But, and that will be beautiful when that comes. And, you know, where am I now? What experiences have I had that I can help people with already? You know, which is a lot of experiences to be honest with you. Um, And that knowing that and crediting yourself for that, whatever your experiences are, whatever your education is that you already have, that is enough for where you're at now. And yes, keep pursuing, keep going forward. But, you know, don't, project that the next thing or the next, you know, or if it's like, I don't know, some online thing like followers or people that watch you or people that listen to you, some number is going to make you feel like you finally made it because that's not it. You know, when you finally made it is when you are in line with what you care about, when you're actualizing your personal why, um, when you are in line with your core values and you're living and breathing them and you're, um, yeah, staying true to yourself is more important than pleasing others or appearing a certain way that you think will please others. So these are all the, yeah, these are just some of the signs that you are actually in alignment and that is actually success because you feel good. And isn't that winning life, right? When you've come to a place where you feel good, you feel true to yourself, you feel inspired, you feel energized. And from there, the results come, right? The results do not come because you've, you know, manufactured this, this yourself to look a certain way. They come when you are free, when you're channeling, when you are in your truth, right? So yeah, these are just things I want to share with you today. Um, yeah, it feels important. There's a lot of, a lot of energy out there right now. You know, we're in a crazy world and, um, yeah, and particularly that intuition piece is an important one intuition, you know, stay connected to that, stay connected. Yeah. My intuition keeps telling me like, there's, there's going to be a lot of, um, big stuff happening in the next few months. I don't know. I feel like we're sort of on this precipice of everyone's kind of waiting for something. At least that's what I'm feeling here in the U S there's this like, you know, everyone's cool. Everyone's chill, but it's like, something's going to happen. I don't know what, I don't know. Something's always happening these days though. Um, and my intuition is also telling me like, it's time to start stepping into your power, you know, not just for me, but all of us, it's time for all of us to start stepping into our unique power, whatever that is, whatever that looks like, you know, owning your voice, owning your truth, becoming who you are, not who they society, the world, your teachers, your colleagues, your family wanted you to be, but like shedding that right now coming alive, coming awake, right? This is a time of awakening. This is a time where so much is falling apart. And, um, 
yeah, and so much is coming together. So that's the difference between the people that are going to make it through these times and the people that aren't is the ones who are holding on so tight, everything that's falling apart. Those are the people I worry about. But the ones who are watching it crumble, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to use this time to be reborn. This is my Phoenix time. This is time I'm going to rise as a Phoenix. That's, those are the people that are going to, that are going to, you know, pioneer the new world. So I'm getting chills saying that. I think that's going to be another episode on that. So with love, thank you so much for being here. Um, putting up with all my crazy moving around and, uh, yeah, feeling excited to be connecting more in this capacity and sharing more of the adventure with you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope that you found some inspiration and insights that you can take and integrate directly into your life. And with that being said, I have a few opportunities to work with me that I wanted to share with you, some opportunities to join potent community spaces and dive into inner work around awakening your inner healer, stepping into your empowerment, your potential, your purpose, and really just diving into juicy communities where we're going to be doing a lot of real authentic soul work. So the first is a virtual journey that begins on October 11th uh, called Medicine and Magic. And this is all around awakening your inner healer and igniting your your potential. So we're going to be moving through self-healing, some empowerment work, um, and really visionary stepping into the visionary of our lives. So you're going to just really leave that with a lot of tools and practices to awaken your inner, your inner medicine, the medicine you carry and the magic that you have to give the world. Um, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful, potent community. And the second opportunity that you have to join me is going to be actually in person on a retreat in Peru. I'm putting together a plant medicine retreat with Huachuma. I know my Huachuma podcast episodes have been honestly, some of the most highly downloaded. It's crazy. Every week I look at the stats and it's like all of the Wachuma episodes. So I'm glad you guys are interested in that medicine. I clearly am as well. And I'll be bringing a small group down to the Sacred Valley with me in January to do this soul work, the embodiment, the connection practices, somatic work, medicine tools, uh, working with the plant medicine. So if that is something you're interested in, um, the details for that are going to be released very, very soon on my website. So keep, uh, you know, I'll probably announce on the next podcast what the link is for that, but just stay posted. I'll keep you posted. And uh, yeah, just leave, releasing a little sneak peek of that. It's going to be mid-January. And um, yeah, if you're interested, you can just go to my website, christinawild.co. You can send me a message. You can get on my email list um, or you can wait for the link, which is going to be released very soon. You can also follow me on the Instagram, which is should be in the link to this podcast and I will be releasing details there. So I hope that this integration, intuition, and beating imposter syndrome episode has served you in your journey today and really excited to stay connected, stay inspired, and um, yeah, may you go forth today with a lot of fire in your heart. (laughs) All right, lots of love. 